Hey fam, we have reached the end of season one. I cannot believe how fast the time has gone. And I just want to thank you so much for all of your continued support. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for subscribing. If you haven't subscribed, don't forget to subscribe because I want you to get the news when we are back at it for season two. Quick note about season two. This is big news. Tribe and True will have a new name. Same great show, same great content, new guests, new co-host, also new title. So be on the lookout for the new title. It will be Our True Colors. More on that to come in season two, so stay tuned to find out the story behind the new name. But important that you note that. It'll still look the same. You'll still find me on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, and all of the places where you get your podcasts but you'll be looking under the name Our True Colors. Also, I'm excited that I'll be launching the website. It's been in the works for a while. I'll be sharing that news too. As always, you can reach out to me, share your news, tell me what topics you'd like to talk about. If you know someone that would be a great guest or you want to be a guest, you can reach out to me too. You can call me at 202-670-3323. Or if you'd like to, you can send me an email that's no problem. Just reach out to the new email, which is truecolors at shaunagan.com. You can still hit me up at tribe at shaunagan.com. That one works too, but look out for the new title, Our True Colors, and you can use the email truecolors at shaunagan.com. Also, there's a Facebook page. You can find me on Facebook. Look up Our True Colors. I'll see you there too. And last but not least, still looking to feature new artists, people who want to get their vibe out there. If you or someone you know wants to have their their music featured on the show, hit me up, let me know. I'll be glad to feature it. And now, without further ado, I bring you the last episode of season one. Enjoy! Welcome to Tribe and True, hosted by Shauna Gann. Join her as she explores the challenges of being a racial riddle, an ethnic enigma, and a cultural conundrum. Let's dive in. This is our last episode, yo. I know. It went by quick. <laughs> it really did. But I'm glad that you... Um, that you did this with me yeah it's been fun <laughs> i'm like it has but i'm like wow it feels weird i feel like i'll still be wanting to like text you stuff like, oh my gosh look at this which is fine <laughs> right i don't you know reach out <laughs> well thanks <laughs> but I don't, just let me know if you're like okay shut up no i think it's a good project i'm glad to be on it where i can be thank you well i thought um it would be interesting to talk about what's going on with the royals I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> have you been following it at all? You know, I follow it some. I know that she, they, um, you know, uh, Prince Harry and Markle decided that they're going to step away from the royal family. So I guess I'm up to date on that. <laughs> yeah, that's basically the latest. But what interested me, first, I saw a Facebook text or not text. What do you call it? Like a Facebook post in a, in a group chat. I can't even think not a group chat in a Facebook group. Somebody posted something along the lines of all of this is because uh, Megan's mixed and 
they wouldn't be going through all of this if she hadn't been receiving so much hate. And I just really wasn't sure. Like I even responded. I don't typically respond to stuff like that, but I was like, mm. but is it because of that? Because I thought it just had to do more with not having their privacy and whatever. Because I know there's like some personal stuff with between Harry and his brother and stuff like that. So I wasn't so sure that it all had to do with her being mixed or even maybe some of it. I even thought like some of it might have to do with her just being American, not even, you know, the mixed part. The premise of that post is basically to say that Harry and Meghan are having to deal with uh, the backlash and they actually wrote blacklash. (laughs) I was like, oh, Um, so having to deal with the backlash of just her identity. Right. And whether it's identifying as biracial or just black, basically a person of color. And to be fair, I mean, I'm not there. I don't see all the local news or, you know, I'm not in the thick of it. But just from my perspective, I haven't seen a lot of it having to do with her race. In fact, I thought she was kind of celebrated for a while. Yeah, I think there's so many other um, variables that are playing into how she's being treated. Um, You know, maybe underneath the surface a little. Maybe it is because she has, you know, a little bit of color in her. But there's so many other things. I mean, one, like you said, she's an American. So I think that's kind of like a, uh, she's an actress in America. So Mm -hmm. I just think like the different kind of celebrity profiles definitely clash. Um, Megan was married before, so that's mm-hmm. that, so she's divorced. Right, so she's divorced, <laughs> which is I think that's like a no no. Like you, you're not you're supposed to have someone pure, right? So I mean, those are big variables just coming into it before you even like say, oh, is she black? Is she white? Is she whatever color she is? Right. I didn't even so talk about intersectionality, right? Right. Right. <laughs> she had the cards stacked against her before it had even began. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think that some of the the royal protocol, some of that's out of um, it's outdated, right? You know, it's been around for a really long time, not out for a long time, but some of the standards that they hold the royals to isn't the way we live now, you know. And mm-hmm. so, why would it be fair for them to have to upheld this when no one else is? Mm. Well, I mean, that's interesting. I mean, we won't, we don't have to go too deep down this path, but what you're saying makes me think about us and the constitution and amendments and how people interpret Mm. those things, right? Mm -hmm. It's the same as signing to agree with the statement that all men are created equal and using the word men and knowing good and well that at the time of that signing right people were not right. treated equally <laughs> so it makes me think about that like how much is up for interpretation and how much is in stone mm-hmm. yeah and what needs to be reevaluated. but i th- i feel like this stuff is um in stone it just hasn't changed in hundreds of years or you know Right. Well, I guess that's what I mean. Like what needs to be reevaluated, right? Mm -hmm. Like maybe we need to take a step back and look at where we are in society now Mm -hmm. and what makes sense for where we are now. Mm -hmm. So, and, and I just, 
I guess the reason I wanted to talk about them and, and, and you're right. Like when you look at this through the lens of intersectionality, holy cow, like talk about your intersections. She's got a lot of uh, aspects that she brings that she has to defend, or maybe she shouldn't have to defend. They just are who she is. Right. And it's played a part in, in, to how she's been treated. Mm -hmm. But I guess I, the reason I thought it would be good for us to talk about is because I wonder how often people of color, no matter how they identify in terms of being monoracial, biracial, multiracial, however, I wonder how often people of color attribute some hardships or challenges that they face or that others face and they'd like to defend to racial discrimination or racism right. in general. I think that happens all <laughs> the time. You know, sometimes it's like, I don't know. It's I think it happens a lot. And just being, um, I guess, open-minded. You have to look at it at different lenses, but not everyone does that. You know, I feel like you see it a lot, um, like in the classroom, right? I mean, for me, this is out of my own experience. I've had classmates who are like, oh, well, they gave me this grade because they don't like black people, or I've had it even gay people, like, you know, it's not because my work was bad, you know, it's an outside force. It's it's kind of like a comforting me mechanism, actually, to say it's not my work, it's my, it's how I present. Mm -hmm. So a way to self-soothe right, or, right. or not have to accept responsibility for some other area that you maybe needed to step up a little bit more for. Right, it's, it's, so it's just like attribute it to that external locus of control, like, I guess that's the psychology term for it as far as, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's not that I did a bad job. It's that, you know, this outside factor that I can't control. Mm -hmm. I think it happens a lot. And I think it just depends on who you are, right? Because a lot of the times I do it the opposite or, you know, not that I get discriminated against a lot, but, you know, it's like, oh, well, this is what happened. And it's like, no, they, they actually were a little <laughs> racist or, you know, whatever discriminating. Mm -hmm. So you're trying to give the benefit of the doubt. I always try to give the benefit of the doubt because I, I'd like to think most people are past that, you know, and then you get examples and you're like, oh, okay, we're, you know, we're still in this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just find it interesting. I mean, like the discussions, there's a whole lot of people. I mean, right now, this thread has nearly 200 wow. responses. Mm -hmm. And there, it's like really kind of down the middle where people feel like, well, well, I should say down the middle. Here's what I observed. There are people who are like, oh my gosh, right? Like she's totally been mistreated and how wrong is this? It's so messed up. And then there are the people who are like, well, maybe they just want their privacy. Mm -hmm. And then there's like the group of people who are like, I didn't even know this was going on, but then they jump on one or the other side, like they jump on and um, it seems like the majority are like, oh my gosh, I didn't know this was happening. And that's right. Like how dare people treat them this way? And no wonder they act like, right. You know, so they just kind of hear the conversation and kind of jump to that conclusion too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I mean, so far I haven't heard uh, Harry or Megan either. I haven't read, uh, I haven't read anything that they've written or anything that attributes their decision to her being mistreated because of race. Yeah, it's really hard to say. I do think that the media in England, as much as I know, right? I don't know. I don't know that much. But yeah. I do think they target her as far as um, 
when she was pregnant, so within this past year, she Mm -hmm. touched her belly a lot. People were, people scrutinized her for touching her belly. (laughs) She, you know, it's like stupid little things like that. Mm -hmm. That I'm like, I don't think that would have happened to Kate. But is that because Mm. Kate's white or is that because Kate was pure from the start? You know, pure. I have all of the other. I know what you mean. Yeah. Like all of those other. Kate doesn't. She didn't come with all of those different things that Megan brought. Right. I was going to say, I think Kate has even broke royal protocol, but it's not it's not picked at, you know, and put under a microscope as much as Megan's is. Is that because she's black? I, I don't I don't necessarily think so. I think she had the cards stacked before it started. Yeah. And to be fair, look at Harry. He was always the problem child, if you will, growing up. Right. He always felt like an outsider. He never conformed completely like his brother did. And you know, they, they talk a lot about the loss of their mother so early in their lives. Mm-hmm. And that had a tremendous effect on him, too. So I think the two of them, like, they seem like a fantastic match for each other, <laughs> like, to, be, to be honest. It's just a shame that it's their lives are so public and right. every single decision they make, which is probably why they're making the decision or why they've declared what they've declared and what they want to do. But... um. I just, I guess the the thing is, I struggled with the idea that she, or let me just say that they, that their family is experiencing such a hard time just because she's a person of color. That That's the only thing. And so maybe I'm more like you, where I, I tend to give the benefit of the doubt. Like, I'm like, uh, I, I don't think that we should jump to that because there's so many other factors. But then... What happens when you're in a conversation and people, other people of color are are like upset because you don't agree with them? <laughs> like, it makes me feel um, like I don't want to betray my other people, but, you know, like other people of color or how the, you know, or downplay anything when maybe we should be focusing on it more. It's just hard for me to find that that line. Right. I mean, I think it's their right to feel whatever they, way they want. I can lay my cards out. And, and, you know, say, well, you know, X, Y, Z, and they can believe what they want to believe. <laughs> I mean, that's true, too. But what I guess I'm using the story of Megan and Harry, like as a representation of uh, other things that happen. Like like you said, when when people tend to use an aspect of their identity to claim the victim for things that they really should be taking responsibility for. Mm-hmm. And, and in this in this case, I'm not saying there's anything to blame. So there's nothing for them to take responsibility for. Right. Megan and Harry, I mean, I'm just talking about playing that race card. Mm-hmm. Like, mm, should we be playing it right now? Right. <laughs> and should I be criticized if I don't think they should be playing it right now? Right. <laughs> you know? And then I also think just being Americans, we're, we're pretty far removed from this. So say, you know, we, you know, if we were in England talking about this, it might be a different story, right? Oh, no, I mean, I agree. And so that's why I mean, like, my point in talking about this, I'm taking it as an example of times when we tend to jump on any given situation Mm -hmm. and label it as racism, or as 
racial discrimination or prejudice or something like that. Mm-hmm. The, the, like I'm just using their example or their story as an example of that. Right. Um, and it just makes me think about that in general, let's say. How often do we assume that things are happening because of how we look when there could be other reasons? And how do you reconcile that? It's a big question. <laughs> yeah, I know. See, I'm always thinking about stuff like that, though, because, you know, I maybe it's the Libra in me. I don't know. I feel like I have to have balance. So I'm always weighing both sides, perhaps. <laughs> but, but I'm not sure. Anyway, well, I guess with that, I mean, we've had a lot of big questions this season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything that stood out to you the most any one topic or something that you're taking away it was just really refreshing over the season just to get your experience and compare it to my experience um just to see that things you know they're different but there's still some of the same things that are happening yeah um I thought that was interesting we had some really great guests on the show this year so learned a lot from Sarah and um all the doctors you had, right? We learned about <laughs> DNA and how that could play a role in it, in like identifying yourself and just large scope. Uh, it's been great. I've learned a lot and it's stuff I'm able to take into conversations once I leave. So leave the, you know, talk show <laughs> with my friends <laughs> at school and whatever. So I think it's really interesting. It's been fun. All of it. Cool. It has been interesting and I've enjoyed it too. Um, I'm super, super happy that uh, we were able to get it off the ground. And I have enjoyed your perspective too. Um, It's been not just uh, our age difference, but also our geography and kind of where we are in life and even with our perspective programs and and so on. So Mm -hmm. yeah, it's been really good. Lots of good, good talks, and I. It makes me think uh, going forward, like, hmm, we gotta, we have to kind of circle back and answer some of these big questions somehow, right? right. <laughs> or, or, or at least address them again and try to get some different perspectives. But I don't know. I hope you'll come back sometime. I would love to. <laughs> That'd be awesome. And I have to so come back th- to DC, and we'll have to do some more because that was fun too. <laughs> Heck yeah! <laughs> I'll be like, yay, special edition. Right, right. <laughs> so awesome well I guess it's time to uh, to close things <laughs> <laughs> sounds so, so final <laughs> I know dang <laughs> alright yeah well thanks again for everything and uh, uh, yeah we'll, we'll have to I'm sure we'll do this again right we'll be in touch for sure All right. Well, take care, Shannon. You too. I'll talk to you. All right. See ya. Well, that's the episode for this week and our last episode of the season. Thank you so much for joining. Please remember to subscribe so that you don't miss out when season two starts. I want you to be able to join us again. And of course, share so that others can join the convos too. Don't forget the show will be back under a new name. Tribe and True is becoming our true colors, so keep a lookout for that. In the meantime, please support the show by leaving a rating and a review, and uh, hit me up with a message if you'd like to hear something next season, 
or if you want to be a guest or you know someone that would be a great guest. Today, we're going to go out to the sounds of Xavier featuring vocals by Tome. Full transparency, Xavier is my son, so I'm super happy to share his music with you. I know you'll love it. This song is called Bad Habits, and check the show notes for links on how to find more of his music and some other great stuff that he's doing. If you know someone or if you are someone that would like to have your music featured, let me know. I'm always looking to feature new artists. In the meantime, be safe out there, y'all. Remember to share a smile with someone and find an opportunity to make someone feel welcome. Love y'all. Talk to you soon. See a light shining in a glass box. Your name is blinking all around. Did not respond to the vibrations. It goes, ah, 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 ah. I didn't get you on the first one. I tried to ask who I can score. I can't even make connections to go Know what I shouldn't do You just drag me through the silence And I fall too soon I got bad habits I don't know if I can solve them I got bad habits.